Welcome to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast, where the discussion ranges from employee safety, environmental protection, policy creation, training methods, employee engagement, and everything in between. Your host is Dr. Mark French. As an industrial and organizational psychologist and certified safety professional, he's going to share information and anecdotes from years of experience in the people side of safety. Safety is so much more than a technical skill. It is a motivational need that defines the culture of your organization. Employee safety is a meaningful business practice that makes a direct impact on everyone through direct behavioral engagement. That is why your organization should be using safety as a key method to learn about your culture and lead your teams. Thanks for joining this episode as we talk through current issues in EHS and how they impact our everyday workplace. Welcome to this episode of the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. Hey, it's good to be back. Uh, I missed being behind the microphone. I missed hearing myself talk, I guess. So yeah, had my uh, fight with COVID uh, last couple of weeks, lost my voice for the last podcast, kept hoping at the last minute I'd be able to record it, couldn't get it out. Probably one of the strangest illnesses I have had in my lifetime, simply because like the moment I started to get to feel better, I, instead of coughing and sneezing, I was suddenly like tired, just absolutely wiped out. And I was breathing better, breathing through my nose. Everything was clearing up. And then my sense of taste and smell just disappeared for five days. So odd, probably uh, one of the weirdest feelings uh, I've had from an illness, but I'm glad to be back and I'm glad you're joining me for this episode. We have a lot to talk about, a lot to catch up on of things that are happening. So again, we want to focus on how do we use safety is that key first point of leadership. And then how do we use our safety programs? Because you're forced by law to do a certain amount of safety education. So why not maximize that to really integrate learning into your culture? And that's what I like to focus on is how do we use safety as that springboard, as that first line of getting involved with your people and using it that way to protect your people, to engage your people, to lead people. So let's get started. We'll continue with our conversation on COVID. Uh, Big news came out of the Supreme Court on a six to three decision. They struck down the general industry emergency temporary standard, uh, also known as the Vax or test mandate, and brought that down, sent it back. There are uh, some intricacies there where it can go back to the Sixth Circuit Court, back up to the Supreme Court, potentially. We'll see where they take it. Uh, but it also, they left it open for healthcare, though. So that could stand potentially uh, based on some of the discussion, some of the ruling that came from the Supreme Court. So what does this mean? It means now that as a general industry, over 100 people, you're kind of free to develop your own program. Now, again, I am going to highly suggest you have some protections in place for your team. 
Maybe it's the encouragement of vaccinations. Maybe your organization went ahead and said, we want everybody vaccinated. But do something. Um, Social distancing, masking, look at your risk profile. And I keep saying this, but I think it's important that we we are in this, whether it is at home, whether it's at work, we are here, we are in it. Uh, the numbers have went up. They expect them to come back down as we finally finish off where people traveled for holiday and, and went out and did things. They think those numbers are going to come back down. There's some leading indicators that seem to say that that will happen in some larger cities. So the numbers are coming up, probably going to come back down again. But, you know, this has been probably one of the most confusing things I've dealt with in my career thus far. Uh, I mean, I thought it was complex sometimes to get into the nitty gritty of designating confined space and how to do an entry safely or how to do a lockout and a very complex piece of equipment. And then comes COVID. And I thought, wow, that's something that's going to cause me some trouble. Uh, And it has. (laughs) So here we are, we're dealing with it, we're in it, but look at your risk profile, understand where your team has exposure, uh, and try to work on that. So some of the arguments that I found really interesting is that one of the arguments that was made was that because people are tethered to the workplace, and COVID is also tethered to the workplace, yes, it is external also, but it also is encompassing to the workplace. It can happen there when unmitigated. And that's why the standard should have stayed. Now, the argument on the other side was that because this is kind of a broad sweep of a a disease that could be work-related, non-work-related, grocery store, uh, Christmas party, whatever you want to call it, that wasn't an overreach of the standard of what an emergency temporary standard should be. Ultimately, Supreme Court felt that it was a little bit of an overstretch, decided uh, six to three to not (laughs) let that stand. And and here we are. Now, some people thought it would be closer, that there would be a closer vote there other than six to three. Uh, A lot of people were not surprised by it uh, just because of the way it was affiliated. Politics, our politics. But again, we want to focus on here. How do we protect people? And so COVID is going to continue I don't see it going away. I really, really hope that by spring, summer, we can start putting some of this behind us because there's so much more. Uh, And I say this so many times. If you've been a regular listener, you've heard me say this a lot. And one, thanks for listening. Uh, (laughs) But we, I'm tired of dealing with this. I want to move into the more, uh, the things that are out there that, I know I'm having to put on the side burner that I should be focused on in my role as a safety professional because I am dedicating so many hours to managing COVID rather than managing some of the other risks. It's also harder to travel. Uh, My illness put me out for a good two weeks. And again, I've had no issue telling people that I am vaccinated. Card carrying, uh, I take above average precautions. I have Uh, I am still an EMT. I still know about some healthcare things. I'm not in the midst of it, but I I take above average precautions. And for me to get sick from it really tells me um, how easy you can catch COVID and what it can do to you for a couple of weeks where you can be sick for about five days. You can then um, 
be really tired <laughs> for another five. And so we have to take caution around it. It's important that we take caution. But we also cannot forget about all the other hazards that we are dealing with in our workplace. There are so many. I still need to make sure we are doing fall protection correctly. still need to make sure we're doing lockout, confined space. Um, how are we doing that in the midst of COVID? And also dealing with a lot of new client requirements that are out there, that every business is setting up their own protocols for how they're handling it. Some of those protocols are changing just as fast as all the other things we are doing. <laughs> I'm ready to move on. And I think that is, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. But anyway, we can be hopeful, right? So I have a lot more to talk about coming up uh, here. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back with more leading and learning through safety podcast in just a minute. You've got a friend in the safety business. Who wants to help your team work safer? The safety dude. Who wants to help your leadership engage through safety? Again, the safety dude. Who is there to take your safety systems to the next level? That's right, the safety dude. Who has the knowledge and skill to drive safety ownership? You know it, the safety dude. So who is the safety dude? Dr. Mark French is an experienced and credentialized safety professional with a focus on the organizational psychology of your company. You can find a safety dude at TSD Amalgamated Safety Consulting, where he is ready to focus on your team's safety. www.tsdamalgamated.com. Welcome back to the second half of the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. I'm Mark. I'm your host. Again, glad you're with me on this podcast. So I want to kick things off by saying some exciting things are coming up for me personally that I'm honored to be a part of. I would love that if you're free or available or if it's in your interest wheelhouse that you would also join. Next week on Wednesday, Safety and Health Magazine is having a virtual webinar on creating a sustainable safety culture. It's part of their uh, the National Safety Council's magazine. It's their outreach items. Um, I'll be on there as part of a group talking about creating a sustainable safety culture. I'm there as part of Alert Media is actually sponsoring it, but they've asked me to be one of the guests on there, and I'm just absolutely honored. If you're interested, and it's going to be a great talk. Uh, there's a, I've already seen... We've developed the content. It's ready. We're ready to present it. And I will say it is really good. I'm excited. I hope I don't screw it up. That's my goal at this point. Don't mess it up. But anyway, if you're interested, you can go to the safety. And, you can actually just search safety and health magazine webinars, and it'll take you to the page. Sign up. Would love to uh, have you as part of that and love to have some feedback on how it went after it's over. Also, coming up in February, the ATSSA is having their annual convention expo. Right now, they're still planning to have it live. They uh, just had a meeting about that yesterday. They're excited to get back in place in Tampa, Florida. Uh, there are precautions that will be in place. Uh, there's So if you have anything to do with traffic safety, setting up traffic barricades, setting up uh, if you're in that world of where there's transportation in your background, it's a great little expo. Uh, not little, it's huge. Uh, great expo and convention. I'm going to be there talking about adult learning. How do you create that motivation? How do you 
help your team want to learn more about safety. That'll be my topic. I'll be presenting uh, during the week as part of the breakout sessions. If you're available, again, if that's something you're interested in or you're part of the ATSSA, would love to have you. Uh, Stop in, say hi to me. Let me know you're part of the group that's been listening or reading the blog. I love that stuff. Just to know it's it's always funny. And this was the same as radio. When you're behind the mic and you're talking about it and you're putting it out there, you really, you never know. (laughs) So it's always fun. So something I have been thinking about and something I've been using this phrase more and more. And I never thought I'd really use it. I never really enjoyed the phrase of safety first. Uh, And I know a lot of safety professionals have that feedback that they they think that that means well do it first get it out of the way and i've been finding myself using it as motivational and for this reason and i've actually changed it just a little bit i've put it as lead with safety first whatever you're doing first lead with safety doesn't mean that we stop doing it it doesn't mean that we're going to never do safety again but it sets the tone so you know how whenever they tell you if you've taken any speech classes, if you've taken uh, something like that, or even journalism, they tell you to start with the important stuff first, you then go into the, the, the middle part of it, and then you come back out of it with more important uh, crystallization of what you've talked about, like that bathtub. Important stuff people may ignore or skip, and then you, you finish off with important again. So I've been really motivated by the idea of lead with safety first whatever you're doing. So if you're in a lot of construction, a lot of organizations do this already. They have a format and this is a lean format for any meaning. It's called the spacer. So S P A C E R. So for every meeting, you start with safety. What is the safety message for this meeting? Maybe it's where the exits are. Maybe it's a, a near miss that we've had. Maybe it's office ergonomics. Maybe it's a safe lifting message. It doesn't have to be profound. It just has to be talking about it, getting the conversation started with something that's safety related. And then the P is for purpose. Why are we here? Why are we even having this meeting? Set the agenda, set the conduct for what we expect from this meeting, expectations. What are we going to get out of this meeting? And then finally, who's facilitating, who's a timekeeper, if it needs a timekeeper, and who's the roles and responsibilities of the meeting? This is something I had used years ago and never really thought about it again until I started the idea of lead with safety first. And Spacer is such a great idea whenever you're meeting with anyone. If it's a small group of people, you should really think about your Spacer. Why are we meeting? Why are we talking? And first, lead it off with safety. One, it gets everybody thinking about what is most important in what we're doing. Maybe the, maybe the topic is about safety. Someone has come and brought this meeting together to talk about a safety issue. Well, let's first start off with a safety message for us, and then let's problem solve. Or if it's not a safety issue, it can remind us that that quality problem is, is something we can manage. That delivery, that cost problem, the organizational problem that we're having is important. But let's also not forget that the very first thing we care about is our team safe. And if they're safe, we've accomplished one goal that's good right there. We've protected our team. Now let's go fix the other things that jeopardize the organization or jeopardize the business. Because once you've had that safety issue, there's not a lot you can do to repair it. There's, sure, 
You can put a Band-Aid on a cut. You can go to the doctor and get things to be fixed. But are you ever 100% again? Can you ever undo that damage? Not really. But with a quality issue, maybe you can catch it early enough to fix it. With a cost issue, you can make it up maybe. There, there, you can fix it where it is remedied. But when it comes to people, there's not that remedy. And so we lead with safety first. If you're doing a sales pitch, I love this. As when I was part of doing any bidding, if you came in and you dropped your safety message first, and so you know first thing we do is we do a safety message for I'm going to give you my sales pitch. Whoa. Wow. Nice. Right on. I love it. That's what we're talking about because we know you're you're thinking about it first. So when you're starting that toolbox talk, that toolbox talk is safety. You're leading with safety first. Then maybe you're discussing your JHA, JHA. So you're leading any further with safety. And then maybe throughout the day, you're checking up on the team. You're continuing to integrate it. But it gets the team on the right track at the very beginning. Suddenly, we have started the day. We have started the meeting. We have started the message. We have started the process with safety. We're leading safety first. I like that. And it's probably the first time in my career I've really thought about it and like, oh, well, that makes better sense than just safety first. We want to lead with it first. And then we want to keep it. Because once you lead with something, you got to keep doing it, right? Well, of course. I think so. So I think that's fantastic. So maybe you have your method of doing that. I'd love to hear about it. I'm really trying to focus on that, trying to help uh, get that message out of how do you lead safety first? How do you, and it doesn't have to be profound. It doesn't have to be that you come in and you dedicate 14 hours to safety right off the start, but maybe it's two minutes. And how can that two minutes start the day off on a tone that helps progress the rest of the day and make it meaningful and safe. Awesome. Anyway, thanks for joining me. Glad to be back after, it was just one week off and I missed it. Glad to be back. Thanks for listening. And until next time we chat, stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast. Join the conversation on the web at www.thesafetydude.org. All opinions expressed on the program are solely the view of the individual and not affiliated with any business entity. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes. It is not a substitute for proper policy, appropriate training, or legal advice. This has been the Leading and Learning Through Safety podcast.